with the first pick. And here's Jeremy Platt with Between the Tackles. Hey everyone, I'm Jeremy Platt and you're listening to the Between the Tackles podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about Lamar Jackson and the NFL rookies. I'm going to talk about fantasy football and players like Deshaun Watson coming back from injury. But let's kick it off with the Browns. Usually people associate the Browns with losing, so I wonder if this is the year the Browns are going to be back. Let's recap the offseason. They hired a new GM, John Dorsey, who's made incredible acquisitions this offseason. With good comes bad. Their star left tackle, Joe Thomas, retired this year and he was probably the most consistent part in the Browns throughout all these years of losing but at the running back position John Dorsey did wonders with signing Carlos Hyde from San Francisco and drafted Nick Chubb from Georgia they also extended their versatile running back Duke Johnson according to Josh Gordon, they also have the best receiving core in the league, which consists of Josh Gordon, Jarvis Landry, Corey Coleman, and David Njoku. Jarvis Landry is a, t- is a true number one receiver, and he's easily one of the most consistent receivers in the NFL. Josh Gordon is electric when he's healthy and he's on the field. He's just an animal. He's up there with the Julio Jones and the Antonio Browns. I just love what he has to offer. And also, Corey Coleman is a first-round draft pick. He has a ton of talent, and if they use him correctly, he can be an- another number one receiver. They also drafted David Njoku in the first round last year. He's a great route runner, and he's incredibly big. I think Hugh Jackson can use him all over the place and just be dynamic with play calling. At the quarterback position, they got a veteran in Tyrod Taylor, and with the first overall pick, they drafted Baker Mayfield. Tyrod Taylor is one of the most consistent quarterbacks in the NFL, and he'll guarantee you to win at least three or four games with Cleveland. I think Baker Mayfield can be a really nice boomer bust prospect this year. Baker Mayfield has a chip on his shoulder, and that's exactly what the Browns need. They need someone who's fired up and ready to go. Baker Mayfield was a two-time walk-on that ended up being the Heisman Trophy winner and the first overall pick. If the Browns want to play it safe, I think they go Tyrod Taylor, and I think they'll secure a couple more wins this year. But if they want to go all in, they're taking Baker Mayfield to save Hugh Jackson's job this year. Not to mention, they also drafted Denzel Ward with the fourth overall pick, which will be a really good player for their secondary for years to come. So is this the year the Browns will be coming back? I think so. There's new energy in that Browns organization, and they're just ready to prove people wrong. I think John Dorsey has done an incredible job this offseason, and if I was like a general manager in Madden, I'd do the very similar moves to him. And when I say they're going to come back this year, I'm not saying 10 and 6 right away. I'm thinking more 4 and 12, 5 and 11, 6 and 10. But I think this is the year that they have new hope and great energy. I think the Browns are going to show a lot of signs this year and be filled with potential this upcoming year. So let's stay in the AFC North and let's talk about Lamar Jackson with the Ravens. Lamar Jackson is the ideal player in Madden. He's so fast. He's just running all over the place and he's hard to take down. And I think the Ravens have done a perfect job in preparing for him. It starts with the quarterback position. We know that they have RG3 who can tell him about his success and Joe Flacco, who is a proven starter in this league, they can both be great mentors for the uber-talented Lamar Jackson. But at the quarterback coach, they have James Urban, who coached Michael Vick under Andy Reid, one of the greatest head coaches of all time. Coming out of Louisville this year, Lamar Jackson was compared to Michael Vick, so it's great that he has people around him to teach him how to be similar to Vick when he was with Atlanta and Philadelphia. Their offensive coordinator also coached Michael Vick and Steve Young. Those are two of the greatest running quarterbacks of all time, and Morningweg has great experience with mobile quarterbacks. Let's go to the assistant head coach, Greg Roman, who's also the tight ends coach, by the way. He was Colin Kaepernick's offensive coordinator when he was thriving in San Francisco. He really created the read option, and he also worked with Tyrod Taylor in Buffalo. Colin Kaepernick is one of my 
favorite players of all time, and he just brought so much energy to the 49ers, and I think Lamar Jackson can do similar to that in Baltimore. Colin Kaepernick's number one receiver in San Francisco was Michael Crabtree, who's also in Baltimore currently. Michael Crabtree still can be a number one receiver, and I'm sure he'll give Lamar Jackson a ton of advice at quarterback. Then let's go to the head coach, John Harbaugh. When Tyrod Taylor was first getting going, he was with Baltimore, and they used him a lot in the Wildcat, and I think that's similar to what they'll be doing with Lamar Jackson this year in his rookie season. Sticking in the Harbaugh family, Jim Harbaugh was is always willing to give John Harbaugh advice, and Jim Harbaugh was Colin Kaepernick's head coach. I love what Baltimore's doing. They're putting Jackson in a position to do amazing. They're surrounding him with pieces so he can be up there with some of the greatest running quarterbacks of all time. Jackson won't be thrown in the fire immediately to be the day one starter, but sooner or later, I think he'll be up there with Joe Flacco and be competing for that starting job. Right now, he's in the position to be the next Michael Vick, Steve Young, Colin Kaepernick, Cam Newton, or Russell Wilson as the top running quarterbacks of all time. Once Lamar Jackson gets his opportunity, he's going to be a great fantasy football player. But now I want to talk about players who are worthy of a first round pick this year in fantasy football. Let's start with Todd Gurley. He led all running backs in fantasy points, and it wasn't even close. He's a great threat in the run and pass game, and he's in a perfect system with Sean McVay as head coach. The one thing about him is he has an incredibly tough schedule with the 49ers who have a new young defense, the Cardinals who had the sack leader, and the Seahawks who are always really good in defense. I'm not too worried about Gurley going into the season, and I think he should be the number one overall pick in fantasy football. Staying at the running back position, I think Le'Veon Bell is also going to be up there. He's extremely consistent every single year, and I'm not worried about him one bit. He's a very safe option, and he's going to be a threat in the pass and run game similar to Gurley. One thing I like about Bell is he always shows up in the fantasy playoffs, and I think that's why he'll be a top pick in this year's draft. Let's go to Arizona with David Johnson. When he's healthy, he's easily the most versatile back. His goals this year are 1,000 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving, similar to what Marshall Falk and Roger Craig did. Not to mention, last year when he was out for the whole season, it was his wrist. Nothing to do with the lower body. He has a ton in the tank this year, and I think he's going to show it right out of the gates. But similar to Gurley, he's going to have an extremely tough schedule. He's going to have to face Ndamukong Sue and Aaron Donald twice a year. He's also going to have to face DeForest Buckner and the young 49ers defensive line. I'm not too worried about that, but David Johnson is going to be a great fantasy option and could fall in your drafts because he's coming off injury. Let's stick with the running back position and go to Ezekiel Elliott in Dallas. He has a gigantic chip on his shoulder, like gigantic. He has a great offensive line and he's going to be the workhorse back in Dallas. The one problem I have with him is that defenses are going to be preparing to stop the run game because they lost Des Bryant this year and Dak Prescott took a little step back last year. I think Ezekiel Elliott will be a top running back this year, but be careful with him. Let's go to our first receiver, Antonio Brown. He's consistently the best receiver in football. He Every year he gets a ton of production and I'm never going to be worried about drafting him. Another receiver who I think is going to be phenomenal this year is DeAndre Hopkins for Houston. There are great expectations for him this year with Deshaun Watson, the franchise quarterback in Houston, throwing him the ball. Hopkins is extremely talented and is just an incredible player to watch. The one problem I have with him is he's going to be receiving a lot of double teams this year and we'll see how he pairs up with that. He also has to face Jalen Ramsey and AJ Boye twice a year. Let's go to last year's Rookie of the Year with Alvin Kamara in New Orleans. He's going to receive a ton of production this year with Mark Ingram suspended, and he has one of the best quarterbacks of all time with Drew Brees. He's in a great system, but I'm a little worried about him being a potential sophomore slump. We didn't think guys like Todd Gurley or Trent Richardson would have that, but that's what ended up happening to him. If Alvin Kamara can defy the sophomore slump, I think he can be a future All-Pro in this league 
and be great for your fantasy teams. Now let's go to a rookie this year with Saquon Barkley. He has a phenomenal outlook and can be a the next great rookie running back, similar to Ezekiel Elliott or Jordan Howard, Kareem Hunt, and Leonard Fournette. Saquon Barkley is a phenomenal athlete, and he had a ton of hype going into this draft. The one problem I have with him is... He's a rookie, and we don't really know what he, we're going to get from him. He also has a pretty tough schedule in New York this year. Let's go to Kareem Hunt in Kansas City. Last year, he led the league in rushing, and he's going to be a lot more involved in the pass game this year. But the one question I have with him, similar to Alvin Kamara, is the sophomore slump. Teams are going to be more prepared for him this year, and we saw what happened last year when he teams figured him out. Staying in the division, let's go to Melvin Gordon who was sneaky good last year. He has a lot of production in LA, and he's going to get a lot of touchdowns this year. But the one issue I have with him is his division. He has to go against guys like Khalil Mack and Vaughn Miller twice a year. I'm not too worried about that because that's the same problem every year, but Melvin Gordon is going to be a really good running back for your fantasy team. Now let's go out to Jacksonville with Leonard Fournette. He gets insane production, and he's going to be the complete workhorse in Jacksonville. But can he stay healthy? That's the real question, and he also might face a little sophomore slump. I'm not too worried about that, and I love Leonard Fournette this year. Another player that I really like this year is LaShawn McCoy for Buffalo. He has a rookie quarterback, so I think that Anthony Lynn will rely on the run game a lot this year and he also has two great fullbacks. McCoy has a pretty good schedule but I'm worried about his offensive line. Richie Incognito retired and Cordy Glenn was just traded away. We'll see how LaShawn McCoy handles the changes in Buffalo this year but I like his outlook. And a sleeper pick for a first round pick will be Keenan Allen. He's a dominant number one receiver and the DBs in his division aren't too difficult. Last year I had him on my fantasy team and he just put up insane numbers and I loved it. He's a very viable option for LA and he's Philip Rivers number one receiver. Last year Keenan Allen won comeback player of the year and this year here are my top five candidates to win it. Number five for me is JJ Watt. He's a perennial all pro and a three-time defensive player of the year. Watt is a future hall of famer and has a really good supporting cast. The one thing about his supporting cast is it could take a little away from his production with Jadavion Clowney on the other side. Also Mark Vrabel left this year to be the Tennessee Titans head coach who was his defensive coordinator last year which is also pretty scary. At number four Four, I have Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has a ton of pressure this year with Nick Foles behind him. Wentz also has a really tough schedule and has a target on his back being the Super Bowl champ. Carson Wentz's pure talent is off the charts. He's just phenomenal, but he'll have something to play for definitely this year and has a team that can help him win. At number